Welcome everybody to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, joined once again by Ronnie. Ronnie has returned from vacation, and we're going to talk some basketball. But first, Ronnie, how was your trip? It was really cool. I went to Disneyland with the family. Yeah, it's just just really cool. Nice to get away for a little bit, and yeah, it's so relaxing being at Disneyland nowadays. Not that the kids are old and everything, so had lots of fun. I liked your podcast. Kids are, too. Kids are old. Your kids aren't old. No, well, they're older now that they're not older, little babies. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I liked. I listened yeah, to I, your podcast that you did, and I, I liked it. I, I liked you did a pretty good job on your own. Thank you. Yeah, it was rough. I, I, I definitely missed you. So I'm, I'm glad to have you back. I am looking forward to some of these discussion topics. Did you watch any basketball, or did you keep up with basketball news while you're on your trip? Mm, a little bit. Um, I was, you know, yeah. I, all I, I sent you some text messages, but um, yeah, I did yeah. watch the. <laughs> Kings at Memphis uh, a couple nights ago. Was that last night or the night before? I don't know when it was, but and then I watched the Suns and Lakers, so I'm up on those ones. Okay, so you, you kept up a little bit on the back. You kept your your finger near the pulse of the NBA, but yeah. not not inside. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, today we're going to talk about our we're going to do our normal our normal heading into the weekend thing. We're going to do our game picks, our player picks, our fantasy picks. We're also going to do some news and notes. So let's jump right into news and notes. And this one probably has you saying, I told you so. And that's Ben Simmons has finally started to have some production, both on the fantasy side and just in the overall, hey, I can play basketball side. So <laughs> congratulations, Ronnie. You called that one. How, how is Ben Simmons doing on your fantasy team? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I dropped him because, um, you know, he wasn't doing very good. So, he, so you didn't believe as much as you you made us let you led us to believe that you well, believed. You did okay, not so, actually believe. So the times he was playing for my team, like on November twelfth, he scored ten points. Fifteenth, he scored me nineteen, and then he was out on the thirteenth, so zero. So on those rest days that he was having, I just I don't like having rest players, you know. So I just completely dropped him. And then of course, after I dropped him, then he had that meeting, and then he's he lit it up. <laughs> yeah, since the meeting, he has done really really well. I'm, he's Play tonight as well. Today is November 23rd. He had 33 fantasy points, 14 points in the game. So you might be feeling, what meeting are we talking about? Well, there was a players-only meeting. I mentioned on the last podcast where allegedly the topic of discussion was Ben Simmons. This was the game where they just got absolutely murdered by the Sacramento Kings, 121 to 153. They had a players-only meeting. And since then, Ben Simmons has scored double-digit points every single game. His fantasy points, just trying to do some some math in my head, 35 fantasy points average the last four games. Let's yeah, say. right around there. Somewhere in that somewhere in that range. So it's it's something happened. They flipped a switch, they had a little intervention with him, and he looks like a different player in some ways. He's still scoring points, or he's scoring points, but he still is just eh, from the three throw line, which yeah. has always plagued him. Uh, he went, let's see, two for five against Philadelphia. Oh, I'm sorry. Three for six against Philadelphia. That's the game uh, that sticks out in my mind the most, too. So well, he, he scored 41 total. He had 11 points, seven rebounds, 11 oh, assists. Oh, 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 41 fantasy points. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's specify because he did not put up 40 in a game for the season. No, 41 fantasy points, yeah. 11 NBA points, seven rebounds, 11 assists, three steals, three blocks. And then three turnovers. So that that was just all across the board. He just helped out his team that game. Even though they still lost, he did the work. They still lost. And I think this was a tough game for him emotionally. He's kind of an emotional guy. Coming back to Philadelphia after demanding the trade and the fans just just let him hear it. It was, was, I mean, I always like it. I I love it when fans boo. It just shows, you know, that's their right as as a team to boo the opposing players. They booed him when they when he missed the three throw and he missed three of them. uh, They laughed at him and mocked him. Mm -hmm. But he did he did a good game. He had a good game. He after the game made a comment saying, "I thought they'd be louder," which is just you know egging them on for the next time they play. But ultimately, they lost the game. So who really cares what his line was? Okay, so I know you're. I want to give credit to the 76ers, too. No one's giving these guys credit. They're all talking about the Nets, right? But 76ers do not have Harden, Embiid, or Maxi right now. They're all out. And right. they still beat a full-strength Nets. With They had Irving, they had Durant, and Simmons full-strength. And they still lost. You know, the Nets lost. The 76ers killed them. So that, that was awesome. The end score ended up being 106 to 115, 76ers. 
Which brings us to the next point, which we mentioned as well in the last podcast. Kyrie Irving has returned to the Brooklyn Nets after an eight-game suspension. He they they haven't won either of those, or no, they they split the game since he's been back. I haven't encompassed tonight's game into my to my stats here. They won tonight, one twelve ninety eight versus the Raptors. Ooh. They lost to the Seventy Sixers on uh, yesterday, the twenty second. And then I believe his first game back, Kyrie's first game back against the Grizzlies, they won 127 to 115. But we mentioned it on the podcast, with Kyrie gone, they were holding opponents to less than 100 points per game. So I wanted to pull up the eight games total that he missed. They were averaging, they were allowing opponents 104 points per game without Kyrie. That includes the 153 points they gave up to the Kings. If we throw that outlier out, that's 97 points a game for those seven games, not counting the Kings game. 97 gotcha. points per game without Kyrie on the team. The first two games back, opponents scored 115 points. That's that's a pretty big swing. And we, we talked about this. It's style of play. It's something. But man, oh man, I did not expect to see it just like that to come yeah. back and see this. Like, yeah, we, we got we to gotta outscore because we're not doing anything on defense when Kyrie's in. Yeah, and like you said, it's maybe he changed the pace of the game. You know, maybe they're going up and down the court a lot faster. You know, instead of slowing the ball down. So, I I, I haven't had ch- a chance to watch those games, but yeah, that's a that's a huge amount of points difference. You know, so it's I, a huge swing. Yeah. yeah, it just makes me wonder if you know Kyrie Irving's a talented basketball player. Kevin Durant's a talented basketball player. Maybe they don't mix well together. Maybe their style is too unique, and having them on the the same team is just a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but, but at least Simmons is back. At least it's working out with him, you know. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, should they get rid of Kyrie? Because should they maybe have him coming off the bench at least, you know, or maybe just bring him in when they need a, a push in offense? And I mean, you you can't win games when you don't have any defense. I mean, well, you can. You just got to score more points. <laughs> you just, I mean, that's you can't win championships without basketball defense. wins. No, you can't because the playoffs the the pace slows down and becomes more of a half court game. Yeah. And we've seen that. You know, I, the exception to that is probably the Warriors, right? They still score a lot of points. Yeah. But they are also a talented defensive team. They can turn it on. Their defense is probably underrated. Yeah. Everyone knows them for their offense, but they, they do play defense, and they play it pretty darn well when I think, they need to. I think Curry is a de- decent defensive player, too. You know, he'll, He's kind of a pest. You know, he'll put his arms in there and steal some balls sometimes or yeah. swat it away. You, so Kyrie's back. He's playing... Oh, okay. Ben Simmons is playing okay, but someone that's playing really, really good is Anthony Davis. He is healthy. Right. I watched him against the Pistons, a, a LeBronless game. LeBron did not play in that game. Anthony Davis just—you could tell it was his game when he was in. He was just everywhere, doing everything. And you watched the Suns game. I didn't had a chance to see that game, and and more of the same in that game. So. Against the Suns, he scored 35 points, 20 rebounds, 5 steals, and Dang. 5 blocks. And so That's impressive. So Anthony Davis is the first player to put that up in the last 40 seasons of the NBA. He so is ridiculous. he had a good game is what you're saying. Yeah, it's comparable yeah. to the Embiid game when Embiid had 59 and all those stats. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's right up there. Anthony Davis didn't have 59, but 35 points still with all those stats. 20 rebounds. It's, yeah. 20 that's ridiculous five steals off of a, a center five blocks god when you you start to understand you know we, we give him crap because he misses so many games and the lakers gave up a lot to get him to la but when he is healthy he is definitely one of the best players in the game mm-hmm. just can't keep him healthy and i think that's ultimately going to hurt his legacy but maybe maybe this year he stays healthy and, and leads them who won that uh game versus the suns by the way the suns did yeah yeah they did so <laughs> all of it for nothing is is that's the saddest part when they when they have this game when they have this breakout game and they don't win the game so if you're playing fantasy you don't care who wins as long as you get the stats but if you're a lakers fan you hate to see a good effort like that ultimately be wasted was lebron back with did he play in this game against the suns no but we're going to see no, so how things change yeah. on Friday. He's supposed to, he says he's going to be back. He's going to try to be back against the Spurs. And okay. we're going to have to see how that affects Anthony Davis' stats because it seems like something happens when LeBron enters a court. You know, it just his, Anthony Davis' stats just drop a little bit. I don't know why that is. 
You have too many mouths to feed sometimes. Yeah. Here's some cool stats I I brought up about Anthony Davis. So cool stats with Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. So there's so seasons averaging 25 points per game, 10 rebounds, 1.5 steals per game, and two blocks per game. Season averages, right? There's four players that are in this. Number four is Hakeem Olajuwon. Number three is the Admiral David Robinson, and then we got Anthony Davis. Including this season, he has he has three of those games. I'm sorry. So Hakeem Olajuwon has four. David Robinson has three of those. Anthony Davis has three. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has one. Those are some wow. big names, right? Those are, those are some big names. Okay. Those are some big guys, too. Here's another good stat. Last 10 seasons with 25 points per game, 10 rebounds, and 2 blocks per game on 55% field goal shooting. Shack, 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 shack. <laughs> He's like, he has like 10 of them. And then Anthony Davis this season. He is the only one that has comparable shack stats ever. That's that's Shack amazing. Stats. Yeah. Um. Did, by the way, the Lakers—they're the only team without a road win. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. yeah that is kind of crazy. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. It's I mean, it was awkward. Golden State for a while, you know, but they—they they must yeah, have Golden finally State. broke that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, Anthony it's, Davis. It's weird to see a team. You know, we both expect this Lakers team to be better, mm-hmm. and they are not. And they struggle on the road. They struggle at home too. I mean, it's not—they're not winning a lot of games. Yeah. And it's just frustrating. I have a I have a fun stat for you. Okay. Patrick Beverly, specifically Patrick Beverly, <laughs> he is he is zero and two when he pushes a Suns player in the back. <laughs> That's a, one of my favorite That's some stats I heard today. Stats for you, yeah. So <laughs> if if you're playing a game and Patrick Beverly pushes a guy on your team in the back because that's what he does, he pushes people in the back. It's easier. Okay. I can't retaliate. Well. And he's, he's gonna he's probably gonna lose. Here's the one time I'm gonna defend him, okay? Uh-oh. One time he, he pushed Chris Paul in the back, it was the end of the game. So He still <laughs> lost that game. Though. Yeah. You're not gonna push somebody if you won the game, right? <laughs> and I then mean, maybe? Yeah, and then this game against the Lakers, I mean, they were losing by quite a bit, like ten points or something like that when it happened, so they were gonna so lose. So I saw I saw the replay just briefly and it was Aiton. Aiton kind of stood over somebody, and, and he had he took offense to that. Is that sort of what happened? Yeah, so the way it happened, first it was um, Booker. He blocked Reeves. Um, he, he blocked him really good where he just he stuffed the ball down in his face, and then he kind of like tapped Reeves a little bit in the face with his hand afterwards. And then he okay. did a slight like stand over him. Slightly, you know, and then they there was a whistle call. Okay, don't don't say slightly. You can't stand over somebody some over somebody slightly. It, I don't. He either stood over him or he didn't. So right? I I think he did, but the refs didn't say he did. So that's why I'm saying okay. slight because they didn't okay. call a technical. It wasn't bat. egregious, right? It okay. wasn't it wasn't taunting. So basically, Booker got called for a flagrant one after they reviewed it um, because he hit the guy. He kind of like followed through with his hand on the block and hit. Hit the guy in his face. Reeves. Hit him in the face. Yeah. Okay. So Reeves was on the floor because he's holding his face and everything, and the whistle was blown. I don't even know why the whistle was blown in the first place, but Aiton kind of he he rebounded the ball. You know, I doubt he rebounded it. I think he just caught it. <laughs> it just ended up in <laughs> his just, hands. Yeah. <laughs> so, the ref gave it to him. He's like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> right. So he had the ball, and then he he kind of like walked into Reeves' direction, and I don't think he was trying to stand over him on purpose but he was like looking down the ball and then it looked like he said something to reeves and then that's when beverly you know he he just decided to play a little hockey and check yeah and check uh ayton and then ayton he like fell over reeves because he was right there so beverly pushed ayton like over reeves so ayton trips over reeves and falls over out of bounds and everything and then, <laughs> and then the refs come over to beverly you know to try to control him it looked like beverly thought that the referees were on like a Suns player, so he was like ready to fight the referee, thinking it was a Suns player. But then he kind of like held back, and then he oh, looked. Oh yeah. For Mikael Bridges was kind of like on his way to Aiton, and he was getting close to to Beverly, and Beverly was kind of like bowling, bow was it bowing up? You know, he was getting ready to fight him, but Bridges was just like walking by him. He's like, "No, I don't want any part of you. I'm just checking my player that you knocked to the ground." You know, so did um, did. Beverly get called for a technical? Was he ejected from the game? Was so, there any consequences for yeah. his, so the way his it went, sneaky push? So yeah, after um, after Booker, they reviewed everything, and he got his flagrant one. Um, Aiton got a yep. technical foul, and then Beverly got his two technicals and got ejected. 
Oh, okay. So Beverly was double technical and ejected. Yeah. Okay. And he knew it. I mean, as soon as it happened, he was pretty much walking yeah, into yeah. the locker room before they even told him. Do you think he's like, I got to get out of here. Parking is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> let me let me just double technical this guy and get yeah. the heck out of here. Yeah, he was just embarrassed about losing. That he just wanted yeah. a, a good seat on a flight back, you know. So he <laughs> he wanted to have his. I'll try because he's in Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. He's such oh, an idiot. Goodness. I hate him so much. He needs to stop. Well, he's zero two if he pushes people in the back. And then Booker, did you see what playing. Booker said after the game too? No, he, he said, you know, Beverly needs to stop pushing people in the back and start pushing him in the chest, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I thought that was Well, that cool. was his, so Beverly made a quote saying he's not going to let these guys stand here and puff out their chest. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But be a man and step up to his face and say, don't push him in the back. Yeah. Because that's just even worse. Yeah. And I you're going to hurt somebody. I mean, it's, it's going to, I don't know. It's just not right. It's going to hurt somebody. It's just not right. I agree, Ronnie. <laughs> Let's talk about what is right, and that is Players of the Week. NBA has made an announcement. They do this every week. That's yeah. the name, Players of the Week. Go ahead. Of the East, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm planning on it. Let's do <laughs> okay. this. You sent me the shot. Yeah. I'm looking at it. In the East, we have Tyrese Halliburton. He is on the Pacers. The Pacers went 3-0 and during this stretch. He averaged 21 points a game, 11 assists, and 4 rebounds. The Pacers are winning basketball games which is a shock to just about everybody. Yeah. They tried to sure. do a, a they tried to do the, they tendered the offer sheet to uh DeAndre Ayton mm-hmm. and you know the Suns picked it back up so they didn't really do much this offseason. Yeah. Their big get was attempt to get Ayton which probably worked out better for for both teams honestly at this point. I didn't really know who Tyrese Halliburton was up, up until this point, you know. Oh, I mean, he's it's, he's a baller. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I appreciate his game. In the West, we have De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings, 3-0 and as well. The Kings are during this week, 25 points per game, 8 assists per game. He is shooting 60% from the field. De'Aaron Fox is hes going to be a good guy. He's going to be a good player for, for many, many years if he can stay healthy. Yeah. He is fun to watch. I've watched a couple of Kings games here and there. I enjoy watching the Kings game, honestly. They have a lot of passion, a lot of heart. And he, he's a fun, fun, fun player to watch. Yeah, this is well-deserved. And we kind of predicted this at the beginning of the season. You know, we, we knew he was a good player, and we thought the Kings would do okay. You more so than I did, but... Yeah, yeah. I thought they were a dark horse playoff team. Yeah. They're not really dark horse at this point. I no. mean, they're they're on a tear here. They are 10-7, and seven, the best team in California. They lost tonight against the Hawks. Yep, I was hoping you are going to mention that. 106-115. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, they had... De'Aaron Fox, 18 points. Kevin Herter, who's just been shooting phenomenally, 13 points. Malik Monk, 27 points. These guys are playing with a lot of heart. They have uh, the head coach, whose name escapes me right now, but he was the assistant for Golden State last year. Oh, uh, yeah. He was former former Cavs coach. I can see his bald head and glasses <laughs> right in front of me. I just can't think of his name, and I'm going to look it up real quick. But they're they're playing really, really fun basketball. They are, like I said, they're on a tear right now, and that is, that's fun to watch. It's good when teams that historically bad start winning games. Uh, Mike Brown is his name. Oh, Mike yeah. Brown. Interesting that they uh, lost tonight, though. It looks like Trey Young was a reason. He had 35 points and seven assists. So. Oh, Trey. Stupid Trey. Stupid trick. Always breaking our heart. I hate that guy. Why does he got to keep oh. winning? Just when I get my hopes up, like at Sacramento too, Trey comes and you know takes him down a peg. Stupid. The the Kings were on a seven game winning streak until tonight, uh, beating the Cavaliers, the Lakers, the Warriors, the Nets, the Spurs, the Pistons, and the Grizzlies before ultimately falling to the Hawks. Okay, They're winning and, games. It's fun. It's fun and the watch. Kings' defense, they did play last night against the Grizzlies, so it was a back-to-back game. Maybe they yeah, just it was got a back-to-back. tired. It was a back-to-back on the road, too, right? They had to go yep. from Memphis to Atlanta, which isn't a long flight, but it's still right. Well, still flight. It yeah. wears on you. Yeah, back-to-back when you're not playing at home. Yeah, that's that's going to be tough. Yeah. But the Kings are rolling. They are still 10-7. and seven. Fantastic. Uh, let's see. Where are they in the West here? They are currently sixth place in the West. There's a nice. lot of teams right around. I mean, the Suns are first, eleven and six. The Jazz are twelve and seven. Eleven and seven. The Pelicans and the Clippers, and then there's the Nuggets and the Kings at ten and seven. So they're right in the heat of it, right in the the the, the mix 
And if they can stay there, they're going to be a playoff team this year, which which is a year earlier than I thought. Keegan Murray started off really, really well this season. Not so much now. He's he's struggling a little bit, which is fine. You know, he's a rookie. You're going to have your ups and your downs. But De'Aaron Fox, uh, Sabonis, all those guys are playing really, really, really good together. And they're rolling, yeah. which leads us into something that I was really excited to talk about when I found <laughs> this. I think I sent you a text today because it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. The Kings have the best post-game celebration at home when they win. And when I say best, it's the stupidest but funniest thing I've I've seen or heard. And the, apparently the fans really like it. They shoot a giant freaking laser beam into space. <laughs> it's on top of the stadium. And the player of the game will come out and they'll, they'll push this big old button and light the beam. And just a giant purple laser shoots off the top of the building. And they went 6-0 and when they introduced it. Or six games in a row at home, I think. Uh, there was something where, they, since they introduced the beam, they just have been winning games at home. Uh, and fans are excited about the beam. They want to see the beam. <laughs> and I I want to see it too. I'm, I'm kind of, kind of wish I would live closer to Sacramento so I could go see a game there. But that just kind of, in my mind, that was the best idea they came up with. Right. Isn't it funny how they something stupid meeting. like that? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say they're in a meeting and they're pitching ideas and someone goes, um, maybe we shoot a, maybe we shoot a laser beam into space. And <laughs> yeah, how do you brave enough to actually that say that? That was the best idea. Yeah. How can we motivate these guys? <laughs> so the laser beam was the best idea that they had. So I wanted to, to come up with what were some other ideas that were pitched and that got lost ultimately to the laser beam. So I, I thought this would be kind of fun to just come up with this stupid end of game promotions uh, that they won. And the first one that I have, which is probably my favorite, is that a random season ticket holder, after a King's victory, they get the contents of the lost and found from the previous game. <laughs> That's such a good pitch. That had to have that been could pitched be good. in the room. Yep. Yeah, that had to be. There could be some cell phones in there. There could be some hats, some jerseys. That honestly wouldn't be a terrible thing. I would, I would be down for that. So who gets that? The MVP? Just a random, no, just a oh, random, fan. random fan. Do okay. like a drawing, yeah. Like the season ticket holder sitting in seat, you know, section two twelve, and it's delivered by the congratulations. MVP. Congratulations, right? yeah. It's, and it's just a box with lost stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good promotion. I'd be down for that. I like it. Yeah. So De'Aaron Fox will come up with a little box, you know, and be like, "Hey, here you go. Congratulations, you here won. You I won my MVP like tonight, and you win yeah. this box." <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bunch of old crap. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of sweatshirts and everything. Did you did you have one or two that you came up with, Ronnie? Because I got a couple more. Okay, so my, I think the one that happened was they they probably talked about getting the LA Kings, the NHL team, in there, and they oh, probably yes. you know like <laughs> I think they would they should probably rollerblade around the MVP, you know, and like with their hockey sticks in the air and and you know choose it, and then maybe have like a king where they they crown him, you know, and there's like it's just it's a whole collection of you know Sacramento Kings and LA Kings, and they probably just. I, I think someone probably pitched that idea you know, just to have a bunch someone of kings all together. That, yeah. yeah, you get both the kings teams together. They do some sort of ceremony, slapping of the sticks on rollerblades. Exactly, and um, they announce the MVP of the game. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I could see that with a crown that with lasers shooting off the head. <laughs> oh, see, that's that might have won. They just want. I just think of Austin Powers where he wants sharks with freaking laser beams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The the other two that I had was a random fan gets to attend a Kyrie Irving hosted TED Talk, which you know would just be painful. You didn't know what a TED Talk was. No, when yeah, I said you, this, you texted. I, I was like, "What's TED Talk?" I thought you were messing with me. No, but um, in case you don't know, a TED Talk is like a, a lecture given by an expert. It doesn't have to be. It could be an expert on it. Like there's stand up comedians that do TED Talks where they talk about you know the construction of a joke or or, or something like that. It's it they can be very very good depending on the topic. Kyrie Irving giving a TED Talk has got to be the worst idea ever, but that is, a random fan I think can it's get an amazing idea. I would love to, to hear Kyrie that. Kyrie Irving TED Talk. Yeah. yeah. I think the reason I haven't so, heard of it is because people, like celebrities that I keep track of, don't do TED Talks, like Adam well, Sandler. Some, it doesn't have or, to be a celebrity, right? It could be, it well, could be a, a NASA scientist. Yeah, or someone smart. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying, like, the people that I follow wouldn't be a TED Talker, you know? Like, Fair enough. Like Hillary yeah. Duff, for example. I love Hillary Duff, you know, so I don't Hillary think she would ever do a TED Talk. <laughs> it's Duff time. Do you know the name of the mascot for the Sacramento Kings? Sorry. His name is... Yeah, no worries. 
the name, the mascot, do you know the name of the mascot of the Sacramento Kings? Uh, I think it's Grizz, but no, I didn't look it up. I meant to look it up. Grizz, the Grizzlies mascot, is not the mascot <laughs> of the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I thought he just called him Grizz. It's, no, that's that's what they call the that's what the Memphis Grizzlies call their mascot. Wait, didn't you, is that what you, you just said? I said Sacramento Kings. Sacramento you Kings. Oh my god, they don't have a mascot, do they? <laughs> they do. They do. It's a lion, and Whoa. his name is his name is Slamson. Slamson. That's a pretty cool name, actually. Well, apparently, it's it's there's a biblical story where there's someone named Samson, and I, I'm I thought it was apologize. I thought it was Slamsonite. It was way off. Slamsonite. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it started with an S, though. Slamson is the lion. He is the he is the mascot of the Sacramento Kings. So the Slamson picks a random fan and they go old school Nickelodeon style and slime that person. Or or the MVP of the game. They get slimed like they do at the Kids Choice Awards that Nickelodeon used to host. Yeah. I thought that would be kind of funny to watch. Like Bill uh, Murray from happen. Slimer and Ghostbusters. There we go. Yeah, nice. slime is slime is so nineties though. I don't I don't think people are using slime these days. All of these ideas, all of these ideas, lost to a giant laser beam <laughs> being shot up into the sky. Hey, what so, color is that laser beam? It's purple. Nice. It's, it's Sacramento Kings purple. It's beautiful. That's cool. I like that. So, if you have an idea on what the Kings should do post game, what does your team do post game? Uh, game picks. This is where we pick our lock of the week, our underdog of the week, and this is the game that we that we want to watch this week. So, Ronnie, let's start with our lock of the week. Okay. I am getting absolutely killed by you here. Your record is six and one. I am three and four. Nice. So uh, apparently, my lock doesn't mean much. <laughs> Last week, I picked the Suns over the Knicks. They won. You picked the Cavs over the Hornets. They won. This week. I'm going to stick with the Suns. I'm going to pick the Suns over the Pistons on Friday just because the Pistons are, you know, they're not a good team. Yeah, honestly, I saw this game too, and it looked like the best game after the weekend too because Suns are doing so good and Pistons are pretty bad. Suns are also at home, so I would would agree with you. So this was on my list of games to pick since you picked them, since, you know, I, I just I can't since, pick that one since my record is terrible. Yeah, yeah you've been you you get you first, let me go dibs first on which those I appreciate picks. it. Yeah. I need it. I need the help. And honestly, uh, so who did you end up going with? Yeah, well, first I, I probably would have stayed away from that because when I pick the Suns, they lose. So thank you for picking them because hopefully they're going to win just like they did last week, right? Yeah. Or the week before when they you did. picked them. Last week. Yep. So the Cavs so we, beat the we Hornets. We picked the Suns three times. <laughs> yeah. You picked them once. I picked them once, and then this is the third time we picked them. So yeah. Yep. They they have a a one and one record. Yeah, thus last one I picked when them. They are picked one when you picked yep. them. So yeah, let's let's continue this winning streak with you picking them. So I went with the Timberwolves over the Hornets. The Hornets are playing at home. I'm a little worried about that, but the Wolves are. I feel like they're a better team. Plus the Cavs beat the Hornets last week with my lock of the week. So I'm going to stick right. with that trend. And so I, you're just I just picking on the Hornets? Yeah, I think the Hornets are a pretty bad team. And any team that they play, they're going to lose. There's a really good chance that they're going to lose against them. <laughs> and so, yeah, let, let's do that. And the Hornets also have one of the worst defenses in the league. And they're playing against the Timberwolves, one of the better defenses in the league. So, yep, that's my lock of the week. Wolves over if, the Hornets. Yeah, if the, if the Wolves can click, right, they've had some struggles getting all on the same page this year. But, you know, LaMelo Ball stepped on a fan's ankle yep. that was sitting courtside. And and re re injured it. I don't he's know if they've out, released how long he's going to be out. He's still out. Okay, Gordon Hayward has returned, which is is great for for my fantasy team. But he's you know he's just one guy, mm-hmm. and he's not a superstar guy that that's going to make all that difference. I think this is an okay pick, yeah. just because I do feel like the Wolves are kind of like a a little fragile here. Something yes. can happen, and, and they can kind of implode. So yeah, they're only nine it, and eight. They've lost some decent games, you know, some easy games. So I don't yeah, know. I'm so, a little worried about it, but this is like the best one I could find right now. There's there's some really sure, close sure. matchups. Yeah. So our underdog pick of the week is where we pick someone that we think could win. Someone could upset the favorite. You have taken the strategy of picking a game where two bad teams. <laughs> And whichever one's the underdog, that's the one you're rooting for. Yes. So I believe you're holding true to that strategy this week. So you were yes. 0 for 5. All right. Who you got, Ronnie? So I got, I'm going to go with the November 26th game. I'm going to pick the, the LA Lakers and the Spurs game. I'm pretty sure the Spurs are going to be favored. And I'm going to have, I'm picking the Lakers to be the underdog and to beat the Spurs in that game. Now, the game, the day before this, they play the same exact game. On November 25th, the Lakers also play the Spurs at home 
So I, I'm a little worried that the Lakers are going to maybe get tired for the 26 game. But the reason I did pick is, is because I'm pretty sure that the first game, the Lakers are going to lose against the Spurs. And then the next game, they're going to learn from their mistakes and they're going to come back and beat the Spurs. So I'm going with the Lakers being an underdog and beating the Spurs on the 26 after they lose. <laughs> okay. I looked at a couple different games here. I'm two for three. I can get to 500 with a win here, which would be better than my uh, lock of the week score. I looked at the Jazz over the Suns. I looked at the Kings over the Celtics. But ultimately, and I, God, I don't even know if this is going to be. I went with the Pacers over the Clippers. I just don't know. Do you think the Clippers are going to be considered an underdog in this game? Pacers over the Clippers. I feel like the Clippers are going to be the favorite team. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, that's I've been wrong. How I feel as well. I'll I'll monitor it and if I'm wrong then I'll default to the Jazz over the Suns. Okay. Yeah, it seems like whatever team is the home team usually gets favored. Yeah, unless it's, you when know, it's close like that. The Rockets versus anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What day is this? This is for Sunday? Let me look. I can't even find this game. 26, 27th. Oh, there it is. What okay, so 27th Pacers? on Sunday. Okay. So it's a yeah, 2 p.m. game. Okay, so that gives us time to watch it. Sunday, and Sunday, Sunday. Enough, yeah. enough time we'll for the We'll know the results podcast. before we record on Sunday. Cool. For sure. So yeah, Clippers are so. at home. Pacers have been playing decent. You know, they, they got Halliburton now winning the player of the week. So, so you're, yeah. you're picking basically Pacers over Clippers, right? I, that is the plan. Yes. Unless if the Pacers, if the Pacers are the favorite, therefore I cannot use this game. Then I'm going to go back in time to the jazz over the Suns, okay. which I believe the jazz will be the underdog in Phoenix on Saturday. Oh, you think that? No way. I think the Suns will be the, the favored. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm sorry. I, My bad. I, Sometimes I mix things up in my head when you say things. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I know. yeah. I, so yeah, I, okay. So story of my podcast. I think you're safe here. with choosing Indiana. I'm pretty sure that yeah, they're going to be. The I think so dog. too. So that's good choice. That's, that's, that's I like the choice. That. That's the choice I'm making. Uh, next, we're going to pick our game of the week. This is a game that we both are going to commit to watching, and we're trying to pick teams that we haven't picked on here before. This gives us a chance to see other teams, see other players that we may or may not be familiar with. Uh, you know, last week I picked a very ugly game between the, oh God, who did I pick? Rockets it was ugly. and it was tough to watch. somebody else. Crappy. The Rockets and the Pacers. Yeah. Yeah. And the Rockets had like a 22 point lead at one point. <laughs> the Pacers came back and won. And it's just like, they're trying to tank. There's no doubt about it. The Rockets are tanking. Yep. Uh, but this week I am picking, well, I'll let you go first because okay. I... Got to find my notes Yeah, so here. we've been trying to. I've I've been trying to go for the East teams because I I just naturally gravitate towards these West teams. But I found a really good matchup. We're going to go with Cavaliers versus Bucks on November twenty fifth. Bucks are at home. Cavaliers are looking good. They're both a really good teams. So this is going to be a, a really fun game to watch. You got Donovan Mitchell on on Cleveland. You got Giannis on the Bucks. So yeah, this is going to be a fun one. You'll appreciate this pick. I do appreciate that pick because I think this – I honestly, I think the Bucks would probably win this game, but the Cavs can just pull out games like crazy. I, I'll, I'll go with the Cavs really, on this really one. Good. I just have a feeling. Like I don't think the Bucks have played good enough teams, and I, I think they're playing the Cavs, which is – I think they're, they're, they, they're going to give the Bucks the run for the money, and I think the Cavs are actually going to win this one. Okay. I, 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 wouldn't, be sh I wouldn't be shocked – I think if Giannis is playing, everything is, is a lot harder. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that should be a fun game to watch. I'm looking forward to that game. Who's, My game is also on... Sorry, go ahead. Who's the other good guy in the Cavs that I can't think of right now? They have Donovan Mitchell and somebody else. Who's the other good guy? I forget. Uh, Kevin Love is still on the Cavs, but Darius Garland has been playing Garland, really, really that's well. That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, he's been playing good basketball as well, so... Yeah, I could see him having having a breakout game. Right, definitely. Uh, I'm doing a I'm doing an East versus West game. It's also on Friday the 25th. And I'm doing the Chicago Bulls as they travel to Oklahoma City. And I picked this game for a couple different reasons. Is One, we haven't watched either of these two teams yet. Uh, Shea Gillius-Alexander has been playing really, really well. I I'm like excited him. to see him play. And for the Bulls, uh, DeMar DeRozan is also, I mean, he put up 36 points today as nice. they beat the Milwaukee Bucks. So 
another player that is certainly capable of of scoring a lot of points in a big way. Uh, so I want to watch both of these teams. You know, Zach Levine is also on the Bulls. Levine, not a great Levine. Yeah, I call him Levine. My boy Goran Dragic is on that team. I love him. Your boy, he didn't play today. I know what's going on with that. Yeah, he's that's too bad. Jumman is on this team too. Andre Jumman's he yep. has some injuries at the beginning of the season, but now he's back. So we'll see if he gets some minutes too. So I'm excited to watch this game. I think you have the better game, but this is more of a I need to watch these two teams play basketball. Yeah, uh, to familiarize myself and and see some of these up and coming stars. And, yeah. yeah, it'll so be nice to get familiar with the Bulls. The I don't know anything about them, but I, I've been watching a little bit on the Thunder. I, I really like that team. I'm I'm happy to watch them again. Good picks. Who do you think is going to win that game? Indeed, I think the Bulls will win that game. Oh, really? I think Thunder. Okay, we're opposite yeah. on both of our picks. We're opposite on both of our picks. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Bucks will win? I think Cavs will win. I know Thunder's going to win, and the Bulls are going to lose. <laughs> Time will tell, just like our fantasy league where I am struggling. I am 2-3. and three. I'm 10th place. I'm doing okay this week. Joel Embiid is my number one pick, so of course he's injured again, which just sucks. But I had a couple other guys come back. And, uh, yeah, how are you doing? You're you're towards the top, I think. Yeah, well, in our league, yeah, I'm, I'm second place overall. There's... One guy who's just killing it with his team. He has like 500 more points than even me, and I'm second. So he's he's ridiculous. But yeah, I'm four and one. I'm doing really good. My team's healthy. I've been staying away from guys that have been made of glass and fragile. So yeah. I've been doing pretty good there. What's interesting looking at this, you have made the most moves, drop ads in the league. The guy that's first has made the second most moves in the league. Sounds like that's what you got to do. Hey, Sounds so like it. when I was listening to the podcast, I heard you talking about how you want to be the oh, manager geez. of the league. Should I oh, make some boy. changes in our league? Are you, are you not happy? I want to make no, you happy. No, that's the problem. The problem is you made too many changes. But so, but you said you don't even know what's going on, right? So do you? Well, you know, you, so you could get a well, player. The, the problem that I have. So here's the problem that I have with our league. Okay, Joel Embiid is out. Crap! That just happened. I need to. I need to find somebody to sub in. Every single player is on waivers. Right. So I can't add somebody day of. I have to I have to put them on waivers. Well, then it's not as valuable to me because I, I need somebody right away. So I would like it if there was a rule that said, hey, if somebody's out, if you're moving somebody to the IL, which is what I have to do, mm-hmm. if you're moving somebody to the IL, then you should not have to – everyone should be available to you, not, yes. not, not everybody on waivers. And I agree. And that's exactly what I was trying to set up the league to be. At the beginning, when I screwed it all up and I got locked up and we couldn't do anything. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that's the objection that I have is that I can't – somebody gets hurt, I move into the IL, I'm screwed for two days until the waivers are processed. Right. And you're not the first person that mentioned that too. My brother-in-law said the same thing too. Like he's, he's not barely playing because he can't even pick anybody up. Right. So, yeah, so waivers go through up until Friday and then I just lock everybody up until next Monday. So you do have a wait a day before. No, no, no. But like on 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 Monday, mm-hmm. if I wanted to add somebody, like Monday morning, I wake up and I you know stretch up and I say oh, I'm going to add somebody. I can't. I can't just add somebody. I got to wait right. till the next day. Right. You got to wait till Tuesday morning. Yeah. But waivers should be processed and everyone should become a free agent at that point. I agree. I wish I could set it up like that because that's how I wanted it too. But it doesn't let you. So that's that's my complaint. Yep. That's all. So I was ranting and raving because I was getting my butt kicked last week. I was thinking about just unlocking it all together and then maybe like limiting you to like four transactions per week. Should I do something like that instead or should I just leave it? No, at this point, at this point, and that was the other complaint, right? You changed it yeah. multiple times. We got locked out and then we went back to something different. Let's just leave it and let's file this in lessons learned okay. for next season. But uh, no, no, I, I apologize if I came off too harsh, Ronnie. That wasn't my intention. No, it's it fine. I, from a I place appreciate of frustration. the frustration. I was frustrated that I couldn't set up that same exact way because that's how I wanted it, and that's why I was like, "Well, maybe I could just like unlock all the players, you know, on like Monday morning, and then lock it back up like Wednesday or something like that." But then I'd so have to I do that. We should week. do like a like a best ball league where we set our seven starters on Sunday or, or Monday or whatever, mm-hmm. and 
they play their three games, four games, however many games. And then we take their best game of the week and that all gets summed together. Oh, is that best ball? I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I would like to maybe do and tinker with next year. Okay. Because, uh, that just makes life a little bit easier. Yeah, I like I picked that. Joel Embiid, and he has a crap game on Tuesday, but he has a fantastic game on Thursday. So you use his best game of the week. Boom! I'm I'm sitting pretty. Yeah, and my other league though, the Yahoo standard one for categories, I'm kicking butt. I'm first place in that one. I'm really proud nice. of. And I'm, I'm I named my team JNR Basketball Podcast too, so I'm representing us too. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because yeah. I uh, I'm not doing so well in mine. I have uh, James Harden and Kyrie, which Kyrie's back now, so that's good. But I lost my two top two guys, oh, and that's it's hard to recover that. But they're getting back. They're getting some playing, especially Kyrie. So, yeah, let's talk about a fantasy. Let's talk about our player of the week. Let's start there before we move to our breakout player of the week. Sure. Ronnie, who is your player of the weekend? So the one that I think is going to come back and score a lot of points, I decided to go with LeBron James. I think he's going to – there's something ha- that happens when he gets back on the court. One, I think he saw – Anthony Davis and how good of a game he's he's been having. And I think LeBron, because he's such a douche, he's going to be like, I I want that. You know, I I need it. He's taking my fire, you know, so I I need to get that back. I need to be the king. I need to be King James again. AD is taking this for me. So he's going to have a monster game whenever he gets back in the court. So I want to say it's going to be Friday, but if he's not back on Friday, then it'll be the 26th. I'm just going to say, let's go with the... We're going to go with LeBron James on the 26th, okay? The second game. Okay. Interesting. I I don't like that pick because I don't know if LeBron's capable of doing that anymore. Well, plus he's I playing against the Spurs logic. and they suck. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is Does true. that make you like it a little bit I, more? <laughs> no. Because that's another no. reason I picked it. <laughs> I am taking I mean I'm picking Devin Booker nice. because he's playing a team that sucks in the in the Detroit Pistons on uh is that game on Friday. I, I feel like you're attacking my Pistons a little, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Well the reason I'm attacking them is Jalen Brunson had 26 points against the Pistons when they played. Yeah. Uh, if you look at opponents of the Pistons, they have there's one player that that scores a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Uh looking at the Raptors, I don't even know who this dude is. Delano Batten, who's a guard, he had four points, four assists, and 27. You don't know uh, I'm sorry, Alano Batten? I don't. <laughs> Me neither. I don't know the dude. Uh, when you look at their game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, Shea Gillius Alexander, another guard, seven rebounds, five assists, 33 points. These are huge games that these guys are putting up against the Pistons. And the, again, the yeah. Pistons are a young team. I think that could be Devin Booker, specifically with Chris Paul, still sort of an unknown timetable i i think he's gonna have a great game and that's that's ultimately why i picked him yes 100 percent has to do with the opponent but we've seen devin booker have fantastic games this season i think he's he's due for another one so that's a good that pick is why i picked him because also the detroit pistons they are the second worst rated defense in the league tied with the charlotte hornets houston rockets are the worst so yeah good pick yeah San Antonio Spurs are 25th, by the way. So they're down there. San Antonio Spurs are 25th. Uh, <laughs> my, my breakout player of the week, I went with the Pelicans guard, CJ McCollum. I'm going to pull up his stats real quick. They are playing the Grizzlies this week on, bear with me a second, on <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, I'm sorry, the 25th. And the reason I'm picking that game is because the last time C.J. McCollum played the Grizzlies, he put up 43 fantasy points. He scored 30 with nine assists. He's had a couple of other games that have been really, really good. Uh, He is averaging 32 fantasy points a game thus far this season. I think he's going to have over 40 again. I think he's going to have a really, really good uh, week. Of course, I'd look at him now. It says game time decision. So Yeah, you tend to pick players that are going to be out. You've had yeah, some bad luck. I do, with Ronnie. That. I do, Ronnie. Thanks for that. <laughs> you you said um did you say you said CJ, right? CJ McCollum? CJ, CJ McCollum, okay. yeah. All right, well, good luck with that. I hope he plays. <laughs> Ronnie, I think that was an insincere good luck with that. <laughs> okay, you're gonna appreciate my pick. You're gonna be like, why did you pick him? Because I I Brandon Ingram. 
that's a better pick than I picked, I think. I should <laughs> oh, pick him. No. no. So I I decided to go with Tyrese Halliburton, but I don't think that's a good idea because he scored like monster points this Ooh, week. So is he going to yeah. like he had his average is 37. Right. But the reason I picked him is because he's playing against the Brooklyn Nets and all that talk about you talking about like with the yeah, Kyrie Irving and everything like that. Yeah. Just the 15 points a game. The amount of points that I think that this guy has a potential to score is a monster game against Brooklyn. So November 25th, fifth brooklyn i think halliburton's gonna score above his average of 37 fan points and beat you with your mccullum who will be on a bench <laughs> okay i mean it's possible mccullum will be on the no bench, i, so I like your be... pick though if he plays that's a really good pick yeah yeah it'll be a good pick if he plays all right good luck i hope hope you start catching up how are we doing on stats with that too i haven't heard you talking about like that do you have that well, in front of Ronnie... you I do have that in front of me, and this is where this is where we have a little bit of a disagreement, and I don't know how to reconcile it. So I actually think your pick this week is more in line of the spirit of what this is supposed to be. Yes. So let's let's talk about that. So last week I picked Laurie Markkinen. He averages thirty five fantasy points. He put up forty eight in that game against the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I would say that's a win. I correctly predicted somebody that performed. 37% higher than his average. Yes. If you would have picked up, he was the fourth highest fantasy player on Friday. If you would have picked him up in a daily fantasy, assuming you didn't screw the pooch on your other picks, you had a very good day. Yep. So that's why I think that's a great pick. Your pick was Seth Curry. He averages 13. That game he put up 22. So, yeah. you know, that's a 70% improvement. However, there's a lot of players that you can get 22 points out of. Yep. And if we're talking daily fantasy, I don't necessarily think that's going to be the difference maker right. in a game. Because I think there's a lot of players that would have been available that would have performed better. Yeah, I don't and, think there's anyone that would have been better than Laurie Marcan that would have performed better uh, on that game. Yeah, listen, your, your so guy almost scored like twice the amount of points that Seth Curry did. So I, I don't mind that. I, I, I appreciate you giving yourself the win. <laughs> 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 yes, honestly, but I, I mean, I understand it's 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 tough to do, right? Yeah, and that's kind of that's the mentality I have is I'm coming in from a daily fantasy perspective because you're not going to pick up Laurie Markkanen in your in your your season fantasy league. He's already on a mm-hmm. team somewhere, right? It's tough for me because like I I look at it from the point of view of trying to pick up somebody that maybe is available in the leagues, but right. So that's why I did pick Seth Curry. I really did think he was going to have a better game than he did. I thought he was going to be in the dirty range. Which maybe you would have considered that and given me the win because of yeah, that. But if, if it would have been in a thirty range and yeah, we were doing like a six, six no. player daily fantasy, yeah. then yeah, probably. I, I don't think I deserve the win either. He didn't score enough, so yeah, you won that one. So it's tough. It's tough to to try to figure out what what does this actually mean? And I, you know, you broke the rules that one time when you yeah. drafted Thanos. Uh, but still, it's it's just broke the it's rules. tough. There to, was no to, rules. <laughs> okay, okay, you broke the spirit of the rules. <laughs> So that's that's where that's where it's tough to to figure. I mean, it's really easy to say who's the best fantasy player this week. Well, shoot, Devin Booker last Friday, where he put up you know forty whatever points in the loss, mm-hmm. but yeah. still, yeah. So it's it's tough. It's tough to do that. Uh, I should probably write down the players that we just said, shouldn't I? Yeah. So I said Halliburton. You said McCollum. Devin Devin Booker with my player of the weekend. Yep. I said LeBron James. With LeBron James and McCollum and Booker and Halliburton. Wait. Did I, get I that would right? almost switch those. I know, right? <laughs> nope, I'm I'm keeping it. Yeah. I always Yeah, that's fine. I just I have you, my You always regret your choices. Yeah. I'm I'm not doing very good with my fantasy picks with, with this, but uh I'll I'll get there. I'm I'm doing good yeah, with my fantasy pick, fantasy picks on my fantasy teams, but when it comes to these picks, for some reason I I suck at daily yeah. picks. Like when I actually play daily fantasy, I just screw it all up. I don't know why. I just I can't pick the players that are going to have the big games for some reason. That's going to do it for us tonight, Ronnie. Did you have anything you want to add before we shut down shop and sure, call I, it a night? I got a couple of quiz things for you, just to end it. Just some fun, fun little things. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. so there's there's a player, right? So I'm just going to say his name. So Jokic, he has 116 10 assist games. He's an act by an active center, right? 
So by with so ten assist games by an active center, Jokic has 116. The second, who who is the second active center in the league that has the second most? Can you think of a center was, that has ten assist I, games? I'm, Bam Adebayo. Sabonis. Now Jokic. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Jokic has that 116. Sabonis has 11. Look at that gap. That's an amazing gap. So it's just I thought that was a really cool gap. Okay. Yeah, I imagine Sabonis uh, like Porzingis is also sort of that unconventional center where they they're outside a little bit more on the perimeter. Yep. So I imagine he I imagine both Sabonis and Porzingis probably have like seven assist games or in that sweet spot just yep. below 10. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking too. Okay, another cool thing I came across, Michael Jordan played all 82 games in 9 of 15 seasons in his career. So screw that rest days and everything like that. How come players can't be more like Jordan? He even played all 82 games in his final season at 40 years old. Come on, LeBron. Let's let's get out there. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, uh, you can't compare people to Jordan, right? That's unfair. Well, He's a they freak. do with LeBron a lot, right? Well, LeBron's played for 20 years. We did 15 <laughs> for Jordan, and he took like three years off in the middle to, to pretend to be a baseball player. Okay, last last thing. So this is my favorite tweet that I came across. If Pat Bev is such a great teammate, how come he's been traded four times in less than 24 months? <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. think he's a great teammate. Who says he's a great teammate? Did the Lakers say he's a great teammate? I don't know. Somebody does. They, there's, yeah. there's, the Lakers might... are starting him. They obviously think he has something to the team, right? But, yeah, it doesn't mean he's a great teammate. Yeah. He's a horrible player, and he shouldn't be in the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... Uh... He's something. But if his He's stats something. are stupid too. It's like averaging like two point seven yeah. points a game or something. Oh. He's really not contributing yeah. a whole lot. He doesn't do anything on this. But yeah, that's all. But I there's have. not a lot of players that are. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thanks you guys for listening. Hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. I hope it's safe. No grease fires from deep frying turkeys. And join us next week. We'll be looking at the results of our 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 picks here and uh, talking basketball in general. So thanks, guys. Have a great holiday. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys.